Hello and welcome to Patched, I'm your host Paul James and I'm joined in this final Patched episode for the month by Damo Camilleri. Oh jeez man, you had me worried, I was like, final Patched episode, maybe you should say ever. People have oh. been calling for it. <laughs> <laughs> the bets were on, we weren't going to last this long. We did, you bastards. So yeah, joined by Damo Camilleri <laughs> and we're in this final episode of the month kind of discussing... Uh, YouTube influences specifically in gaming oh, and obviously there's, that's right. that was the, there's the presence of YouTube and whatnot and a whole bunch of other medium but we're going to focus specifically on gaming in this particular one it's driven by there's uh, two different stories there's the first one which is certainly the most public one of the lot um, and we'll kind of discuss that first is the PewDiePie stuff that's emerged recently you're familiar with it yeah um, we won't really. use we won't use the word in question but uh, he was he found himself in some hot water because he used a racial the, slur, a racial slur uh, towards someone whilst playing a game of PUBG. Um, and that understandably war- uh, received a bit of a backlash. Um, people from a range of different ethnicities, so it's just people across the board saying, no, that word's not acceptable. To his credit, um, he got out and apologised. He he put out a formal apology. There was no, yeah. it didn't seem like it was any. PR he apologised straight after he did it. He went, yeah, he apologised. Sorry, straight I after, yeah. shouldn't have said that. I meant to say arsehole. Was what he what he said. Yeah, no, what, what he said he was he, sh- he meant to say. Yeah. The concern that some people have, I think, in my mind, rightly raised is that um, he's like for some reason he's linking those two words that people who are of that particular background and arseholes he's uh, that that worries me a little bit that he like that's that's a word that it even get used it's the same way that um, and we've, we've all been kids and we've all done stupid stuff in the past but it's the way that people would casually throw around the word that's gay like they'd describe something as gay because I don't know what stupid excuse people had to use that uh, like use the it word. was just what was being said yeah it was just what was being you said just you, you said just pick things up that's gay say. or go home you faggot like well, those you sorts just, of things you're not saying it because it's gay or because they're we don't homosexual sort of you're saying it because they're being a dickhead yeah like, it was a word that for some reason somehow it kind of became just a generic insult not not so Australia is <clears throat> yeah we're not saying that we're I'm not saying we're above all this. It's just it, it, just a bit of banter between no, no, lads. Yeah, and, you know, um, obviously, obviously, it's very hurtful to people. Some people to hear that. I, th- it's I think extremely the, hurtful. For, you know, like there's oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's one of those things too. And until you actually get hit square between the eyes with it, you probably don't even realise because like to use that gay one like it's oh yeah, I got stuck so, with that so one. casually used, and then all of a sudden you say the wrong thing in front of someone who is offended by it, maybe because they're gay or because they're a particular um, background or whatever it is, and they and they kind of like that's not all right. Yeah, don't, um, don't say that, please. And I don't know if anyone's ever flared up real, real bad. A lot of people look very, you know, hey, don't say that. Yeah, and you, know, like and you feel this big when they do it. You know, you yeah. feel tiny. Um, and it, you would hope, in the majority of these cases, it causes the person to sit back and think about it and go, oh, yeah, all right, cool. I'm maybe not... That's not the inten- the way I'm intending to use the word, but I've not realised the consequence that can have to certain people. And it seems like PewDiePie's learnt the hard way now twice. Yeah. Um, there was some weird backlash, and I, I wouldn't mind just uh, discussing that. Have you heard some of the stuff that came afterwards? Oh, the, this one or the first one? Uh, the most recent one. So the I don't know anything that happened the after the most recent one. I so know that... you're familiar with uh, Firewatch? 
the game. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Cam- uh, Camper Santa, yeah, they kind of. They that's just it. Went... We just we're cutting his content. We don't like. We're going to issue uh, issue a DCMA notice, and that's it. We're going to get yanked off YouTube, which yep. proceeded to happen. I don't think they had to submit the thing in the end. I think PewDiePie just took it down himself. Yeah. Um, do we feel like that's the right thing? No. For people to do like. No, I'm sorry. You know what? Like, by the way, we we know that Pew, what PewDiePie. I said. look. I get what PewDiePie said was wrong. Okay. When you're streaming, you got to be careful. He messed up. He made a mistake. Yeah, human error. He's not. He's not. He didn't say it like, you know, go hang yourself, you effing. Blah blah blah. Mm. You know, he just. <sighs> Just at a slur, like any of us may say from time to time, like, you know, you're driving along a, a road and someone cuts you off and you call them every name under the sun. <laughs> Man, woman, or child, it doesn't matter. You, you know, you can lose yourself. And, uh, you know, we, we put these people in these tall poppy syndrome. Look, I'm not going to say that they have, they don't, they don't have the right to do it. But I just think that it, to me, things like that can often be like, let's get our name back in the limelight. Let's separate ourselves. I mean, yeah, look, sometimes you know what? If I, so honestly, PewDiePie is the, like you said, tall poppy. He's the biggest of the big in the game yeah. space. So anyone else from the smallest to small fries to us, like yeah. us, to anywhere in anywhere in the middle there, it's an opportunity for these people to go rip him down and tear him a new one. And it's not look, and uh, you know what? Uh, be be Games developers you can also games. like I've never really watched him play games I don't know how he, he if there's I a he I can't yeah and even can I different taste you know there's, a mar- there's, there's a certain you know there's certain people out there that I'd be like no you you get rid of that shit you know there's no way I want you having my content but you, you can't you can't take him away from choosing like he's not doing it illegal until they do step up and you're like finally I have a reason to stop you from like like can you imagine yeah and this is this is no longer PewDiePie this is this is another this is another not a streamer a reviewer we do have a good news thing to come up as well this is another reviewer that you know sits there and he's really angry about video games Jim Sterling and I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh. You're really angry about video games and says things. And you know what? He's at that point where people, you know, and it, sometimes it might be comedical or satire or whatever, but people start eating those words. People start loving it. And they, and they, they don't even play the game word. anymore. They, they watch these reviewers and they go, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, oh, this some people in the society just need to take a step back realise that you know it's the same as CinemaSin CinemaSin's got a huge write up the other day in the paper and they just you know they're like you know Prometheus School from running away from things like you know why is their product have a placement here and it points out all the mistakes in a movie but it's supposed to be comedical and things like that but people don't see it like that they still take it Seriously, and it ruins experiences for people because they start to just flow into this, you know, angry. That's 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 what that's what it is, and they just start, you know, they'll be like in a movie, and they're like, "Why didn't we just do that? Like, why is that there?" 
Look at that. Yeah, they start to pick the taste out of it. And it yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know, because that's just your culture. And I'm not saying that any of our fans do it or any anybody that even hears about what's happening now. It's just people... Thank, thank you, fans, by the way. People Please invite more to join on this scale of being in, like, people's faces need to realise that some of their words are very held on to. Yeah. You know? And Good or bad. So you've kind of got to be... I'm not saying, look, I'm just saying 2017, it's really hard not to offend somebody. Like, you know, geez, you could sneeze in front of somebody now and somebody would be like, yo, my next door neighbor's uncle's best friend's daughter's person that walks their dog died because someone sneezed and didn't cover their nose. Maybe you should think about that. And you're like, what What am I doing? I think I've heard you use that parallel before, actually. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used it about something else that you know someone got offended about on the internet. Oh. There, there, there's a there's a ranty sort of culture that's starting to build for sure but I mean at the, at the same time be it the YouTube creators or the consumers of that content themselves everyone needs to try like to the best of their ability try and be conscious of um, what they say and who they might or mightn't be offending but then if you do stuff up for whatever reason own it and apologise and you try and be yeah. better going forward like I think it's the same like anyone can make mistakes the Whoever the best person in the world is, they've made mistakes. They've said things they probably shouldn't have for whatever reason. Look at politicians and things like that. Look at the they're, things they they're, they're examples out. of bad people. But anyway, <laughs> look at the, the, you know, or can like put you look at the Canadian prime minister. You know, like that guy's in the limelight like no tomorrow. But then like you know, everyone's like, oh, he's so fantastic. He marches in gay pride rallies. Yeah. Like you know, he does this and this. He's like really intelligent. It's all perspective, and it's like. Yeah, that's that's what you're seeing. But if you look at the broader picture, there may be things that you don't like about him. You know what I mean? Like, don't it's just, like, it's like don't just take one source of information for everything. Like, you know, don't just sit there and go, wow, that's it. Make your own mind up on things too. Like, look. Look at the broader picture. That's why these guys are fantastic. They're, there's a broad range of things you can always look at. So, to do exactly that and look at the good side of things, there's an example that popped up on the site actually in the last few days. Matt broke it kind of as an exclusive because he knows the family in question. So, there's a YouTuber called Dan TDM. I'd never personally heard of him before, but he's got well over a million subscribers. TDM? TDM, as in the letters TDM. Okay. Maybe his content's tedious. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, but apparently, his big thing is he really tries to make sure it's all framed towards kids it's accessible for kids so there's no language there's none of those racial or it's just so hard to find nowadays any of those slurs that we were just talking any of those things that like can accidentally happen but any of that stuff not present in his content apparently Um, so Matt knows a family the the youngest son must be a real big fan of this Dan uh, Dan TDM guy Uh, and he was travelling out to Australia for a series of shows in Sydney and Melbourne presumably elsewhere I don't know like VidCon or something no it sounds like it was his own oh okay thing um which is impressive but I guess <laughs> with a million subscribers you're bound to be able to get a few thousand in each country that'll come out but I don't know yeah um so there'd been a sale for Sydney tickets and before they'd had an opportunity sold out um these, this family's based in Sydney uh, they then tried to get tickets for Melbourne and succeeded. They went to get on the airport, uh, get on the plane, a Virgin plane, we'll throw them under the bus, uh, a Virgin plane to fly over to Melbourne for the show the day of. Yeah. Uh, the plane was scheduled to leave at 10, would have arrived before 11 o'clock. The show was, wasn't meant to start till 2. 
Um, everything was going perfectly until Virgin delayed their flight until quarter past one. And they, the whole family, like the family missed out on the show, all that sort of stuff. It was all really bad. The Melbourne show was first, by the way, in terms of the sequence of how these things were going. An important fact. Um, look, they, they managed to debate it with uh, Virgin. Virgin refunded them the flights because they now... No I heard that was a cash to refund too and not just a terrible, terrible, oh, you've got credit. You've got credit use. with us, yeah. I have no idea, but, a lot, uh, but they were refunded somehow. Um, which, good, owned by Virgin, good on them. Whether it's cash, I, yeah, I doubt it's probably credit with them. But uh, beyond that, so then the mum had put something on Twitter just kind of, I guess, outlining the situation. It managed to pick up a little bit of steam, eventually reaching the ears of this Dan TDM, who, despite the fact that the show was sold out, managed to scrape together another two tickets for this sold-out gig. And got the kid and always, whichever, whichever parent. Always spare yeah, tickets it's, somewhere, it's, it's, never, guys. it's never truly sold out. But it's uh, always something that they can help you with. Unless it's like... <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like it's sold out, sold out. Because there's yeah, already there's been that scenario where they've filled those Yeah, so spare. it seems like it fit into one of those scenarios where a few of those ones that were maybe for family or friends of, yeah. or whoever, like VIPs. Yeah. Got, here you go, here's two of them, we'll get you in. And... I I think that there's not enough of those stories that are perhaps highlighted. Have, have, yeah, highlighted. We like we, we've just spent this whole time picking the teeth out of uh, PewDiePie and what he's done, and you know, then talking about Angry Joe content. Oh, I was an Angry Angry Joe. Yes, Angry Joe. Um, there's a whole bunch of these. I can go through a lot of those sort of, sort of stories out there, but then there's really good ones as well. And I think like there is an upside to what YouTube content creators are doing. Yeah. Not just in gaming, but elsewhere. But again, we're just focusing on gaming for the sake of this. How do we get more of that sort of stuff going? Like, how do we... How do we get... You were talking about some of the community stuff. How do we get, firstly, content creators like this Dan TDM... In the limelight. In, in the limelight. And apparently he's doing all right. He's got over a million subscribers. That's not a number to be sniffed at. So that that's great. Um, but then how do we get some of these positive sort of communities that, like... People, like we know what the intent's typically like. A story like that comes out and it either gets ignored or you get the trolls come out and do all sorts of stupid stuff. Oh, fuck the trolls apparently, nowadays, in this, man. apparently in this case it got picked up by all the right people and it just took off and reached yeah. Dan and all of a sudden kid who apparently watches his content day in, day out, falls asleep to it, just <laughs> idolizes this guy, manages to still get an opportunity to go well, maybe not meet, but at least watch his idol in person. How do we... How do we get the communities right? How, that's like asking how do we change mainstream media, Paul. It's goddamn near impossible. You know why? Because... This generation of Facebook users... And you might be some of them. I know. Or you might not be. And you might not be. You might... You probably know... And you could probably count the amount of people in your friendship group that do it, that read the title of something. Oh, and respond based on Don't read the article. That's our biggest problem. Clickbait articles that have shitty titles. That's what that needs to be changed. There, there's, there's that, but also, I mean, if you read the title and it gets you all riled up, you should... Read. You should read the actual article. Read. Yeah, maybe, like, the, the headline is supposed to get you to... 
Uh, yeah, but it's meant like to prompt an emotional response. Poor TJ Miller. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, saying I'm not saying it should happen. No, I'm, no yeah, to, I know. Like poor TJ Miller, like made a joke or something like that, and like the way they worded it made him sound like a sexist prick. And it's like, yeah, okay. That was the whole opposite of the thing. Was he was defending like women's rights, and it made him sound like a sexist asshole. It's like. And then, like, he even he was like, "Thanks for writing a, a great article about me with the world's shittiest headline." You know, yeah, I've, look, I've look, in mine's far let's, small let's, scale, but I've had articles on the site that have people let's look clearly at, like, not read know, the article because then you'd know where my stance is. Pos- let's look at positive things, yeah, and not because we don't go click pe- click baby headlines, but sometimes people read into the headline the wrong way. Like, and you, they don't you, proceed what, to what's then his read name? The content. U- Unicronus? Unicronius? Oh, no idea. Little kid, man. Remember, like, uh, so Greg Miller and the IG when Greg Miller was at IGN. So Greg Miller. Well, well you're finding what you're finding. Um, look, personally, when, when we're talking about the community stuff, I ah, oh, there we go. There he is. Oh, There's my man. We'll come back to my shortly then. Go on. Frank uh, Filano. Filano. Just a, just a kid, yeah. Like you got to make a wish thing. So he wanted to meet his content creators, the guys that he loves, you know. Greg Miller. Oh, so it was the idea. Brian Altano. Um, Brat. Brat. <laughs> um, who else? Like, there are a bunch of those guys. Max and all them. Yeah, Max and... Yeah. They went out and visited him. And, like, they obviously... IGN went out and said, you know, to game developers, hey, if you got enough to this kid, like, he's a huge... He's a huge nerd, loves things. Like, he actually... He's awesome to follow on, oh, really? on Twitter, too. He's just this cool kid, man. And it's like, oh, he, like, you poor thing. And it was beautiful. But where was that? Where was that article? Where was that, you know, kid meets, you know, content creators of his dreams? You know, some, especially someone like Greg Miller, man. Like, when he went through his... When he went through cancer... Yeah. And like, you know, absolutely far out. Let's not keep going on about that. But whew, Whenever he tells the story, like, it breaks into tears. Things like that. Like these beautiful moments we have that you have to, you either have to know somebody that watches these people or think, even Boogie, like real Boogie, man, like Francis. Well, his weight loss story is uh, an impressive one, but, uh, yeah, but, but he like, still gets all the taunts and crap in there. Mia, what's uh, what, who who passed away at Nintendo? Oh, um, Iwata. Yeah, when Iwata passed away, I that was one of my first videos I've ever liked on YouTube. Oh, the like, tribute video. They yeah, put did up. he just like you know he just turned around and you know it's these beautiful moments. These 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 people have very real human moments, but it's ignored. You know, if I was running a newspaper or a or a news channel or whatever, the negatives is what draws people in. Oh, you, but why does it Rightly have to be wrong. like that? No, that I'm way, not saying, I'm not saying it's right. We just need to we just need to change that. Like, what? Look, look, look. I, I remember one year I was watching the New Year's. Yeah, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yeah, you know, watch the TV before the fireworks come yeah, on, yeah. so you know you don't miss it. So I'm sitting down. I'm like, don't tell it, some of those stories, man. I know exactly. Last half an hour, last half an hour of TV before we start the new year. What did I cop? All the war and death and thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, what okay. the frack yeah. is that? Like, what are you doing? You actually you depressed me and you depressed the whole party before before the the year was over. I do. I've done one second videos thing. Like I've Google. You watch Google in a year? 
in a year videos, they're amazing. They show you like, sure, there's some dark things that happen, but the positives, the human, the human spirit, like, it says, kicks oh, on. That's right, I can't do that. It'll be dated before. You know, it's just, it just kind of really, it just really sucks. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure PewDiePie's had some amazing moments where he's talked to fans. Oh, I'm and sure, yeah. Things, I have no doubt about it. But, 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 we, but the, highlight, the negative gets highlighted. Of course, and... Oh, I want to cycle back to our community thing we were talking about a moment ago. Because, yes. Because I asked the question, then realised I kind of had... Well, an example of a good answer. We oui. um, only an example of a good answer. Uh, it's fairly well known that I am a big kind of funny content consumer. Yep. Um, they've got their Facebook forums. They've got Twitter. They've got the forums on the site, and God knows what else. There's Discord chats, and the, obviously the YouTube comments, and blah 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 blah. Um, YouTube harder for them to obviously keep an eye on because it's something that they don't own, mm. whereas they are in possession of their own Facebook uh, like page their own Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Um, and obviously the tw uh, Twitter groups have got admins and those sort of things from, yeah. from the community. And look, it's gotten to the point where if someone, and I have seen it every now and then, someone jumps in and just piles on abuse, whatever, for whatever reason. Maybe they're just having a bad day and they lashed out stupidly. And the community around will just, sorry mate, like we don't behave like that here. You can either you know, reflect on it and try and do this thing better or you're not welcome here anymore. And there's been others that have, like some cases where those people have continued to rant and you'll see the little locks, like the little gray symbol appear where they're no longer part of that group anymore. Yep. Um, and then you get others that, yeah, sorry man, I had a bad moment and like it happens and everyone's super good and forgiving and move on. If there could be more communities out there that, and, and it's tricky because it almost needs to be a really big community. We could have a pile of abuse in this these comments here and the only person that really moderates is myself or Matt. And we're working nine till five most days, so who knows what could happen in that time. Um, uh, so that's not an invitation to troll. Please don't. Good positive stuff in the comments down there, though. Um, uh, like those bigger, bigger groups. It's tricky with IGN because it's now probably gotten so big it can't rein it in from here. But when you're a little group that's starting up, or even a mid-sized group that's starting up, if you can get that kind of community groundswell straight out the gate, where we don't stand for this sort of stuff, let's. We're, we're working in this together and if you can really build that relationship with the, the fans um, that can ensure that you're going to have a really vibrant positive place going forward and it's I mean that's an example that I know of because I'm a part of that yeah. myself and I, I don't chip in all that often because I'm flat out most of the time but we're just using but another example look at the Pokemon Go community yeah when Pokemon Go first started, oh, almost a this month, is, yeah. almost this is a month an outrage. We're talking about it. This is going to be absolutely terrible. Like, look at these people on their phones. They're going to get hit by trucks and things like that. In my town of Sunbury alone, there was a... Where oh, a majority of the Pokemon... Where you live now, don't the, <laughs> main, the, the majority of people that were, like, you know, gather around this town hub where there was a lot of points someone set up a hot chocolate place because it was the middle of winter when it kicked in in Australia someone like think free hot chocolates like Pokemon Go players come come and enjoy it was a perfect community like it was a, it was this amazing community and like people are like oh you know you're going to out to be fair those people just 
looking to profit off the Pokemon Go people, but it did create the good. No, but they were thing. free. Like oh, it was really? a free thing. Like you know, you're just Damn, like, just hey, you have enjoy enjoy this. Like while you're out here getting cold, like and it was a parent. It was a parent who started up a whole like group for the what's the blue team again? Mystic. Mystic, the best team, obviously. Blue stick on the back of my car. Couldn't remember the name though. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's Articuno. That's what I remember. The best of the legendary birds. But that community, like, you know, she set it up and it's like, hey, you know, this is where the points, this is where we can meet, just to help her kid, yeah. like, you know, and it, for some people it was hard to that meet sort of stuff, and greet people. That sort of stuff still adapted because and we know that I still play it and I'm not going to dive in this too long, but there are, like, little raid groups in, in Sunbury there that, um, like, I'm the chat's a part of it and in the last couple of days, by now, I hopefully well and truly have it, but in the last couple of days, the notifications finally started rolling out that Mewtwo was on its way. Yep. Um, and... Like people got their little invites in the game, and then people are piling into the comments, going, "Okay, so cool. Now, what time are we doing it?" And everyone's coordinating stuff, and there's yeah, like, and with the raids that have already been on, it's like someone's running a few minutes late because I don't know they're driving in from work or they've been held up in traffic or whatever. Comment will come through, going, "I'm running about five minutes late," and everyone's cool. We'll wait. We're, like we're a team here. We're doing this thing, exactly. and I, you kind of have to to an extent because it is a team thing. You don't want to be the jerk who bails on everyone else, and then all of a sudden you need their help. And yeah, but you're not like getting, you know. But it's these these beautiful it's these beautiful moments that don't get talked about and the media put a spin on it because they don't do the research or they don't know like just spend five minutes with a kid who plays Minecraft like just talk to them talk, talk to them about like the love they have for that game and the things they've built it's fantastic you know don't talk to the 35 year old dude who goes into a kid's world and then plants TNT everywhere and blows everything up. Don't talk to that person. funny YouTube video, though. No, he makes hilarious. Of course, I'm going to laugh at someone else's pain. That's that's great. But, like, you know, there's, there's, there's moments in life that you just, you don't, you know, it's no need to be a dick. Pretty in short, much. don't be a dick. <laughs> that I think, unless there's anything that springs to your mind at all. No, like there's positives and there's negatives out there when it comes to the No the racial just, slurs. It's bad. Just yeah, be careful like if you guys are look, if any of you are streaming or you know, highlighting your, your plays or whatever Please highlight some of our stuff. <laughs> be just be careful, like don't understand that with social media now things explode if they're caught on, you know. Good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So just be just be careful of content that you're posting, from your tweets to your comments to, you know, things that you like and things that you share. Like, you know, don't don't not don't not do not create content is what I'm trying to say. Create content and have fun. Just don't be a douchebag about it. If you're a good person, then hopefully your community will kind of understand when you do make the occasional mistake. Hopefully it's only very Yeah, occasional. we forgive Paul every day for being a Geelong supporter. And on that note, that ends another episode of uh, Patched. Uh, make sure to please like, share and subscribe to the channel. We can catch up with weekly episodes of Patched, the Video Games Club, The Insider, uh, Player 2 Plays. Make sure to visit the website, player2.net.au. We can catch up with all, all the awesome written content. There's reviews... Uh, there's previews, features, a whole bunch of stuff. Lots of reviews will be coming out now because we've got the likes of Assassin's Creed and Mario and Wolfenstein and all those sorts of things that are starting to drop in the coming days. Um, 
make sure to catch Damo at Tarko's Talks on Twitter. Uh, PaulJSP2 on Twitter. Player2AU for the site on Twitter. And otherwise, that is it. Thank you very much for watching, and we will see you next time.